who you are, how much money you make. Because at the end of the day, like I said, we've all got that same blood flowing through our veins. I just want to say a couple more things. I want to thank our Lieutenant Governor for being here today. I want to thank her for her love, because it's a long trip. And she took that trip and she made a promise that she was going to go from one end to the other end of this state and make sure that she knew all the people, and she has kept her promise. And I'm just going to ask the pastor to come forward for a moment. One of the things I always like to do is give people something. And this is a very special something. This is a special proclamation from the United States House of Representatives. Um, it articulates all that you've done and accomplished, what you mean to this community, what you mean to this state, what you mean to this country. It is sealed with the great gold seal of the United States of America, and it truly represents the over 300 million people of this country. You are a great pastor, a great man, and we thank you for your welcome. Thank you. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, sir. I, at this time, we're going to ask uh, Alfred Mason, who's speaking on behalf of Senator Booker, to come. Church, say amen. On behalf of Senator Booker, who unfortunately could not be here today, um, he wanted me to come and thank Pastor Gordon and St. Matthew's Baptist Church for allowing us to be a part of today's event. I'd also like to take this time to thank the electeds in the, um, in the room, the members of law enforcement, first responders, um, for all you do for this state and continue to do for this state. And we look forward to our continued working relationship with you guys, the Lieutenant Governor, to make you know, this state as best as it can be. We like thank you once again for allowing us to be here. Hey, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, a few more um, to a special, beautiful lady, Assemblywoman Gabriella Mascara. Is she here? Oh, let's get a lot of hand clap for her. She's a great lady. Great, great lady. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Good morning, St. Matthews. It's a, an honor and a privilege to be here. So, Pastor Gordon, thank you for this lovely invitation. Uh, I just want to say it is an honor again to share this opportunity um, to be here with you to celebrate in the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, let's say amen for that one. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk uh, briefly about what is... Uh, being a public servant. Uh, being a public servant is something that is very uh, personal to me, given the fact that I am a child of the Lord. And all of us here are public servants because we are here to do God's will. Not our own, but God's will. Even though it's tough, 
<laughs> even though it's hard, even though we don't want to, because as humans, we want to do our own thing. Is that right? But we can't because we're here to represent the Lord and to do the Lord's work. Amen. So as a humblest servant of the Lord, I, I am very blown away by this a special day for appreciation because honestly, I am just trying to do God's work like we all are doing God's work. But in, in all honesty, we do need to appreciate and give thanks to those that do the hard work. But not for me, not the work that I do, but the work that you do, the work that law enforcement does, the work that our military men and women do. Those are the true heroes, the firefighters, our first responders. Those are the individuals that we truly have to give thanks and truly honor every day, day in and day out, because they are selfless individuals that don't think about themselves first, they think about others, and they protect all of us. So to them, I am humbly grateful to all of you and for all the work that you do. So just in closing, I just want to say that it is uh, really amazing. Every time I come to visit St. Matthew's Church, I'm always blown away by the spiritualness of this great or, uh, congregation, and you feel the love of God, and you feel God in here. So I just want to say thank you for the invitation, and thank you for making me feel welcome and being part of you all. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you, darling. All right, three more, and then we're going to move. Uh, before I make the next introduction, uh, I am reminded and uh, I'm reminded in 1968 when I entered the military, Vietnam was hot. And um, we had a full bird colonel. Uh, he was in charge of the, the whole base. And we had different squadrons there. And uh, we, used to, we, we used to always say, you know, we, we didn't like him. And uh, he was this, he was that. So the colonel, uh, he used to work out. He's like in his 40s. And uh, he came to our squadron one day, and, and he said, Ten Hood, we all stood at attention. And he said, I understand some of you don't like me. And we was all at attention. So he said, I know you can't hit, hit me with this insignia, so let me take off my shirt. And all these muscles popped out. He said, anybody want to fight? And everybody's like this. <laughs> to the great Colonel Patrick Callahan, in charge of all of our state troopers. Let's get a little hand clap. Come on. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Well, first off, I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> On behalf of all the men and women uh, in the New Jersey State Police, thank you for such a warm welcome uh, for the invite, Pastor Gordon. Uh, I came down from Warren County this morning, um, which is on a two-plus-hour ride, uh, to the Lieutenant Governor's point. Maybe she forgets that we have a, a fleet of helicopters that are always... <laughs> 
if the bus program doesn't take off, the helicopters will. But from the moment my feet hit the pavement in the parking lot, I felt a warmth and a love and a spirit in this congregation. And I thank you for that, from the, the youngest uh, member of the congregation to the most senior, there was nothing but warmth and welcome. So I appreciate you opening not only your, your church home, but more importantly, your hearts, because uh, although it is a beautiful building, uh, it's the people within it that really make a church. As far as the appreciation goes for whether it's our men and women in the military or in law enforcement or firefighters or EMS, uh, I really am humbled to stand shoulder to shoulder with first responders. Uh, my dad was a Jersey trooper. My grandfather was a Linden police officer for 32 years. Um, and I often have the ability to tell troopers, especially uh, today on Palm Sunday as we enter the most holy week in the Christian faith, and I think of Jesus on you know, the night of the Last Supper. Uh, here's the Son of God who got down on his knees to wash the feet of his disciples. And I bring that up because in law enforcement, people don't call 911 to tell you everything's going okay. Uh, like Jesus, we're called out to clean up messes sometimes, whether that's an accident, whether that's relationship, whether that's domestic, whether that's somebody with mental illness or struggling with addiction. Uh, and I often, when I give them the chance, say, when, when you raise your hand on the day that you get sworn in and swear to do this job to the best of your ability, it ends with four words. And I think everybody in the church knows what that oath ends with. It ends with, so help me God. It ends with those words because that's what first responders and military are going to need when they're out there. So help me God. Those committed to service, like uh, the firefighter that we lost this week in Afghanistan, Chris Slutman, uh, next week, the Jersey State Police will have the honor of escorting his body from Delaware up to New York. Uh, that was a man who left behind a wife and three beautiful daughters, served the city of New York, served his country, uh, and as I'm sure if he were here today, he was over there fighting not because he hated who was on the other side, but because of who he loved back here. So again, I just wanted to thank you. Um, I can think of no other place that I'd want to be on Palm Sunday. My wife's sitting in a church by herself up in Warren County, New Jersey. Um, but my pastor knows that I'm here because when I talk to him every week, he said, am I going to see you in church on Sunday? And I said, not this Sunday. I said, because I'm going to be down at St. Matthew's uh, worshiping with brothers and sisters that I haven't seen in a while. And I can guarantee you one thing. It won't be the last time you see my face. God bless you. Thank you, Colonel. Now to our great mayor 
of Monroe Township, Amen, Mayor DeLucia. Come on up here. He said, you and I are two boys from South Philly. Come on up. Praise Jesus. When you're late on the agenda, you learn one thing, you keep it short. Because I don't know about you, but at some point, as comfortable as those seats are, they get a little bit, you know, tough to deal with. I came here today, and, I, and, I, and you think about how you're going to thank someone, and I said, I'm going to thank the pastor, and should I call him doctor, or just pastor, and then... My friend, Senator Madden, told me something I didn't know. The pastor is not only the pastor, but he's the mayor of this church. <laughs> so, I just want to let him know something. Boy, do I need help. So now I have somebody to blame. And all kidding aside, being a mayor today is difficult. Any political position is a difficult position because the inherent problems that we have, the haploid problems that face all of us. Uh, we lost two of our employees' children in this town today to that illness. Um, I know the work that's being done here is going to help in that regards. Uh, one of the things that you do as a mayor is you try to find a way to subsidize revenue and you look for things to point to to developers that want to bring in uh, businesses because businesses is the way that you really can supplement the taxes and that's the big issue today, keeping taxes down. Uh, and I always look for things to tell our people that are out there. We have economic development people that are out there trying to market our town. And there's always been uh, something that you try to talk about your school systems because naturally everybody wants their children to come to a town that has good education. And I believe we do have good education here. But we also have something else, and it's a hidden gem, and that is this community. The things that you do here are things that we as a town, Monroe, are proud of. And you help us, you help us promote this town. I'm not going to say too much more because I know there's been a lot of speakers. Uh, I appreciate being invited here today. I've enjoyed it. I feel invigorated by these services. Being a Catholic, we don't do this. But we worship the same God. We all believe in the same God. And I can assure you that your pastor and myself will continue to work on those issues that affect all of us. Thank you very much. All right, coming to a close. Uh, my friend, Mayor Barry Wright of Winslow. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 
Praise Jesus. Good morning, all, and as I always do, thank God for the opportunity to be here today. It's a very important day, and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now, uh, I am also a Catholic, and of course, you know, my wife and two youngest daughters said, well, Dad, you're going to St. Matthew's, and then I have another church to go to at 5 this afternoon. So I went to my mass at my church yesterday at 4, I'm here today, and then tonight, listen, <laughs> I need all the help I can get. And you know, as always, you know, I just want to thank my dear, wonderful friend, and I consider him as a friend and a spiritual guy, Pastor Dr. Mark, Raymond Gordon here. I got to get these pastors and mayors all straightened out here for the opportunity. You know, the chief and uh, committeeman Watkins wanted to follow me here today, and they said, what time do you want to meet? I said, I'm going to tell you one thing about Pastor Gordon. Don't be late. <laughs> but I appreciate everything he does, and and this congregation, Mrs. Gordon, in, in Winslow Township, as well as, as towns all around. You know, God didn't set no geographical boundaries. You know, we kind of did that. Um, I just want to say, you know, being a public servant, when I retired from the police department 15 years ago, there was a couple months went by and there was something missing. It was that public service aspect. And, you know, born and raised a Catholic, a Christian, you know, we were taught, you know, to love God is to love and serve your fellow man. And that's what was missing. And, and, and as mayor, first I was a councilman and now mayor, you know, we get to do that. And, uh, and to all the first responders out there, you know, local, state police, uh, EMS and fire, you know, you, you're doing a wonderful thing, you know. You're serving your fellow man. And, and that's what we're put here to do. And to Pastor Gordon, with all the, first of all, we need him to go to Trenton to straighten out this financial crisis, because I've been to two mortgage burnings here at St. Matthew. <laughs> now, now, he knows how to do it. And Lieutenant Governor, a smile and a nod. Infrastructure funding in Winslow, I need it. <laughs> I lost two tires in three weeks when it came to County Highway. Yeah, I'll blame them. But, uh, but when you talk about the opiate crisis, you know, and, uh, and I'm here to tell you today, uh, after 31 years, through the grace of God, the fellowship of a wonderful 12-step program, I'm able to maintain my sobriety. <laughs> so with pastors fight against the opiate addiction, you know, uh, listen, let's face it, government, we can get a pothole fixed once in a while, but churches can get it done. So, Pastor Gordon, I know that, you know, as a former police officer, you, you, you got to cut off the demand. That's how you're going to get control of this, this drug addiction problem. So, I commend Pastor Gordon and, and Master Matthew, all the people at St. Matthew's are doing this. And uh, just in ending, I'll say, Gracias a Dios para todo, y Dios te bendiga.
Oh, Lord, that's a twist. Now, Mayor David Mayer of uh, Gloucester County Township. Praise Jesus. Well, good morning. It is always great to uh, be here at, at St. Matthew's, and I, I have to tell you, I, I've gotten a great workout this morning because this, uh, this place is really, really alive, and I certainly thank, uh, I thank you, Pastor, and I thank the members of the congregation. Every time my wife Michelle and I are here, we are greeted with open arms and feel so at home, and so I, I thank you so very much for that. I am truly blessed to have the opportunity to serve my community as a mayor. I will tell you, it is the hardest job I've ever had but it is the most rewarding job because every day I get to wake up and make a difference in people's lives. And I am truly blessed for that. Now I'll tell you, there is a difference between being mayor of Gloucester Township and mayor of St. Matthews because, because I only get to fill potholes, but Pastor Gordon gets to fill hearts. With He gets to fill hearts with the spirit of the Lord, and for that, we are so very, very grateful. Now, I know I'm probably the last speaker. So I, my dad always said, hey, if you want to be respected, sit down. So I'm going, to go, I'm going to go and sit down, but I thank all of you and Pastor Gordon and your family and the family here at St. Matthew's for what you do for our communities here in this region. Thank you so very much. God bless. All right. Now, if I call your name, just stand. We're going to uh, kind of celebrate your presence collectively. Um, Police Chief John McCohen, Monroe Township, will you stand? Let's get a lot of hand clap. Amen. Uh, Police Chief George Smith Winslow. Amen. Uh, Prosecutor Charles Fiore, Gloucester County. Amen. Lieutenant Ed Edward Ganelli, Elk Township. Amen. Sheriff Gilbert Wilson, Camden County Sheriff's Office. Lieutenant Zach Hiem. James, Camden County Police Department. Derek Green, Senior Advisor to Governor Murphy. And Reverend Dr. Bishop Louise Williams. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. We are thankful to all New Jersey law enforcement, all emergency responders, fire department personnel, military servicemen and women, Air Force, Army, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, Reserves, and National Guard. It is at this time that I would like to present a special amen, a plaque to our Lieutenant Governor, amen. And uh,
Sir, uh, 2019 Service Excellence Award presented to Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver with sincere appreciation for your outstanding service, commitment to our communities. Presented this 14th day of April, 2019, Pastor Raymond M. Gordon and St. Matthews. Thank you. Now, I understand Channel 6 is here with a camera. Where are they? Praise God. All right. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, uh, also, uh, we have a plaque for one of our members, and I want to, uh, Ron Bowman. He served in Vietnam and was, listen to this, he was a lieutenant on a kill team. They went out to find and destroy the Viet Cong. And he is, Brother Bowman has been here before. Is Brother Bowman in the back? Come on, brother. U.S. Marine. Service Appreciation Award, uh, Ron Bowman, honoring your exemplary military service and sacrifice in the Vietnam War, given this 14th day of April 2019, Pastor Raymond M. Gordon, Pastor and St. Matthews, and we are proud of you. Thank you. Let's give Lord a hand clap. Thank you. Uh, it's, no, it's nobody but Jesus. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Because I've been through some, some time there. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you. Okay. Now we're going to move uh, to the tithes and offerings. A tithe is a tenth. If you make $300 a week, God's asking for the first $30. $200 a week, the first $20. He said, try me, test me, and see. And it'll be followed by the special offering. So don't put the pink envelopes in this offering. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. And as the deacons and ministers come, this is for the tithes now. This is for the tithes. This is for the tithes. Amen. Come on. Our great choir was singing. By the way, our choir is singing at the Phillies game tomorrow night. Amen. Good Lord, a hand clap. All right, come on.
everybody listen up. Listen up. Listen up. This is our special offering for the year of Jubilee. And you cannot say to God, you have not seen anything. We got new screens, new carpet, new state-of-the-art buses, new wells in Africa that we're working on, missionary support. And I asked everybody today to bring $100 or more. One member gave 6000 Praise the name of Jesus. I'm changing my pledge. I need 200 out of everybody. Now, look up. No, look up. Look up. This is my Samsung, Samsung, whatever it is. This phone costs $400 when I went to Verizon. I had no problem paying for it. iPhones are about 1000 God is asking today for you to come out of your comfort zones. This, these monies are not, uh, these monies are going to help to defray the costs of what we're doing in order to serve. Amen? People from Atlantic City, people from Philadelphia, we, to serve. We want you, uh, it's, it's amazing how it gets quiet when you start talking about money, isn't that right? <laughs> we want everybody to make a sacrificial offering. Amen. Now, I have a check here for 600. I might increase it. 600 because this is the Lord's work. Amen? So now we're going to come for the special offering, pink envelopes that in the back of the pew. Praise the name of Jesus. And if you put an em empty envelope in, may the Lord get you. Praise, praise the Lord. Come on, come on. Get the special offering. Didn't, didn't I show the service? Did I show you the wells in Africa to service? Another video. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Just hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Show it, please. Unlike the Air Force, we're not on cue. Praise the Lord. Here we go. For the past 32 years here at St. Matthews, our pastor, Dr. Raymond and Lloyd Sr., has had a vision to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ while also being a lighthouse of hope and help in our communities. Under his leadership, St. Matthews has developed thousands of people. Hundreds of youth have reaped the tremendous benefits from our free mentoring, tutoring, SAT prep, college tours, and learning enhancement programs. We also offer science, technology, engineering, art, and math enrichment. Our young adult ministry continues to prepare its participants for life in the real world. We have been able to provide resume building courses, annual job fairs, community connection, all while cultivating an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. The heartbeat of St. Matthews is outreach. Every second Sunday, we send our buses to pick up hundreds of people from the Tri-State area to fellowship with us. Our guests are able to enjoy the word of Jesus Christ, receive a hot meal, support, and biblical literature to support their everyday journey. Pastor Gordon's message to his congregation is that we have a biblical obligation to get outside of these walls. Today marks the arrival of our new state-of-the-art high-tech buses to help facilitate Pastor's vision. Additionally, for the past several years, we have collaborated with our local mayors, county officials, and community leaders to offer annual job fairs, boys and girls mentoring programs, and professional resources to help individuals and families struggling through the effects of addiction. 
This state-of-the-art Christian Learning Center has been designed to skyrocket each student's intellectual, spiritual, and social future. St. Matthew's has been the home of thousands of people who love God, love their community, and support the vision to continue making quantum leaps. Needless to say, this is only the beginning of how we move forward with reaching, teaching, and discipling the world around us. Praise God for whom our blessings flow. My name is Gilbert Coleman. I am the overseer of Freedom Christian Bible Fellowship in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, presiding prelate for Freedom Worldwide Covenant Ministries. Uh, I thank God to have this wonderful opportunity and privilege to be able to come before you, Pastor Gordon, and for the St. Matthews family. Uh, Pastor Gordon and I have been longtime friends, more than 30 years, and I am absolutely humbled and honored that he would give me these moments just to share with you my heart about the work that is taking place in Nigeria, West Africa right now. As you can see from the picture in the background, uh, a well that the Lord blessed us to be able to erect for a community of about 500 people. That's how many people are being serviced by this particular well. Many people in Africa have no uh, running water, no clean water that they can utilize on a daily basis, whether it be for drinking or whether even it be for toilet facilities. And so we were blessed of God to be able to erect this uh, well for them. As you can see, the people who are there, some of them may have to walk anywhere from 5 to 10 miles just to be able to get access to clean, pure, running water. And so I'm talking with Pastor Gordon about St. Matthew's partnering with us to be able to help us to continue this work that we're doing in Africa to be able to help other communities in Africa to be able to have clean, running, pure water. In fact, I have been one who baptized people in water that was muddy and infested with all sorts of vermin, and yet these people had to drink of that water knowing that there was nothing else that they could do except to drink what was always available. So, as a result of that, I'm asking you to please partner with us. We have a new uh, venture that we're getting ready to embark upon in a place called Kaduna, which is also in Nigeria. And these people have no running water for a school of about 200 children which is connected to a church there called Life Impact Church. It's pastored by Pastor, uh, Pastor I'm sorry, Bishop Linus Madaba. All right, so please partner with us. These young people have no running clean water, and the only way that they can get water is that they have to cart it from the church, which is about two blocks away, in order for them to be able to get the running water for them to drink, and also, again, I say, to use toilet facilities. So once again, I plead with you that the Lord will touch your heart, so most generous seed and help to partner with us there in Kaduna, Nigeria and help us bring water to a community that is suffering and needs our help desperately. I love you again, Pastor Gordon. Thank you so much uh, for this opportunity to be able to speak to the St. Matthews family. I pray nothing but God's richest blessings upon you and this congregation for partnering with us. Thank you so much. Amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Jesus said, as you have done it to one of these, you've done it unto me. Amen? Amen. If you wait until you have something available, you'll never give. Giving is an act of the will. It's an act of faith. Lord, I'm stretching out by faith on your word that whatever I give you, you're going to bring back a hundredfold. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's give, let's give, let's give. If you can, give me $200 or more. Amen. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. Take the hills off and burn them down and 
Take your medals off and burn them down. Come on, we can get this done. Come on, sing us up, choir.
has done it again. Let us stand that God's blessings might be invoked upon these gifts. All things come of thee, O oh Lord. Of thine own have we given thee. Amen. 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 And now we'll have room for our. Uh, choir, I mean, uh, praise dancers followed by a choir.
Hallelujah. Father, we fall prostrate before your presence, confessing that you're Lord, confessing that we can do nothing without you. We're weak, but thou art strong. We're faithless, but thou art faithful. We thank you for your lordship. Thank you, Lord God, for this momentous occasion today. Thank you for all of our honorable visitors. Thank you for our congregation who's ready to commit to your vision. Now, God, hide the preacher behind the cross. Crucify him afresh. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. You may be seated. To the honorable Lieutenant Governor, I thank God for your presence. And to all of our senators, congressmen, mayors, law enforcement, EMS, to all of you who serve, I thank God for you. We are locking and loading to build a wall. Not a wall from getting in, but a wall to help people climb. We're here to bring families back together again. We're here to help with historical hurts and people who have been incarcerated to give them a hope beyond their cell. We're here to help our children and our millennials to reach for the values of the past as we need to bring families back together again. I want to thank the Lord for all of you, for your kind words, for your wholesome spirits, and truly our God is an awesome God. Just for a few moments, I'm in Matthew chapter 17. Matt, if you don't have a Bible, get one from the back of the pew. Try to put it back. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 1. Matthew 17, 1, it reads as follows. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart. meeting with the majesty of God. The reason people don't have vision and the reason people can't commit their lives to the Lord is because there's some confusion within them. That meetings 
on a mountainous surface throughout scripture between God and man is very, very mysterious. Why would God call somebody to the summit of a mountain to talk to them? And, 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 and on these mountains, these pinnacles of privacy, we live in a world that's so hustle and bustle, we, we really can't hear God. We can't hear him between our email we can hearing between, yeah, our messages. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that God has spoken to different people, and everybody that God spoke to came away with a different perspective of God. He called Abraham to Mount Moriah, Genesis 22, which is a preview of Calvary. And God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, Abraham, he said, uh, take your son, Isaac, your only son, and take him to the summit of Mount Moriah and there offer him as a burnt sacrifice. And the Bible says that Abraham got up early. See, typically, when we don't like what God is asking us to do, we can't get up early. Some of us still dragging because I asked for offering today. But Abraham got up early, and, 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 and mind you, when we look at Scripture, we have to look at it objectively. We have to look at Scripture uh, amen, from the perspective of uh, what, what is it that God is conveying? What principle, what, <clears throat> what purpose, what message? And God deals with these interrogatives of who, where, why, when, and how. And when we look at scripture, every word is significant. And the Bible says Abraham got up early and the son, Isaac, had something to say. Isaac, who was 33, not a little lad, the same age as Jesus was when he hung on Calvary's cross. He said, Father, the wood is here, the sacrifice is here. I mean, the wood is here, the knife is here, the fire is here, but where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said to his son, as he was tying him up, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, listen to this, will provide himself as a sacrifice. So, 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 when, so when Abraham was about to uh, put the knife in his son, an angel said, don't do it. Now I know he was tested that you fear me. And, and, and right after that voice from the angel, Abraham heard a ram caught in the thicket. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and God will always make a way <laughs> out of no way. You got to take him at his word. Can I get a witness? You can't treat God as if you got to have proof before you can praise him. You got to praise him as proof that he's getting ready to do something. Now unto him who's able 
to keep you from falling. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh. And then Moses, 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 amen, on Passover night, uh, Moses was told to put blood on the doorpost and the lintel, which were on the cross, eat bitter herbs, and run out of uh, uh, Egypt. And as they were running, two and a half million people, uh, amen, God opened up the Red Sea and then closed it on Pharaoh. And then they got into the wilderness, amen. And the wilderness means a place of instruction. God takes us to the wilderness to teach us something. Yes, if you were in the wilderness this morning, God got you in school. Yes, Can I get a witness? And, and, and when they got into the wilderness, uh, Joshua 24, 22 to 24, we dealt with it last week. God told Moses these 10 times. I've heard them murmuring. I've heard them complaining. They don't have a spirit like Caleb, a different spirit, a spirit of focus and faithfulness and fight and favor. Can I get a witness? And 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 so and so and so and so when 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 Moses Amen took him out in wilderness of sin and went to Sinai and witnessed a burning bush and witnessed uh, the commandments Amen written by God's finger on stone, Moses walked away with El Shaddai, the strongest of strong ones, because he's able to do that which we cannot do. Elijah, Elijah on the Mount of, yeah, Mount Carmel. Elijah was a comedian and Elijah had 400 prophets of Baal and the agreement was, you pray to your God, I pray to my God and the one that sends down fire and burn up the sacrifice, let him be the true God. Can I get a witness? So he told the, the, the people of Baal, you go first and the Bible says they were praying and they was cutting themselves and nothing happened. And so the comedian Elijah said, what's wrong? Is he asleep? So let me pray to my God. He prayed to Jehovah. And he said, wait a minute, before I pray, I want you to wet the sacrifice, douse it in water, and fire came out of heaven and licked up the water and, 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 and burnt up the sacrifice. And then Elijah killed 400 prophets about here that we're on the summit of Mount Transfiguration, metamorpho where his outward appearance changed. Mm. Let, me, let me stop pausing part. Everybody that claims they're with the Lord is not with the Lord. I love you, but everybody's not on board. Jesus started out with 70 disciples. 58 of them turned back. He turned to the 12 and said, you going to leave too? And Peter said, where are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. Can I get a witness? When David had his mighty men, Chuck Swindell said those 400 mighty men would make a man the mafia like kindergarten kids. They were some bad boys. They, they was with David to the end. Can I get a witness? They hid in a cave. They fought. They did all that they needed to do with great exploits. But child of God, when you begin to look at this chapter, and we're going to move quickly through it, that 
the Bible says, and he took Peter, James, and John up the mountain. Now listen to this. Where were the other nine disciples? I'm going to tell you in a minute. This is the first group of church folk who have contact but no commitment. They talk a good line. They know all the jargon. Praise ye him. My God is able. But he's not able enough for you to live right. He's not able enough to provide your needs. Yeah. They were down at the bottom of the mountain. Listen to this. And here's what they were doing. They were arguing. There was contention. There was carnality. Listen to this. And they could not heal a man's son even though Jesus gave them the power to heal. They, they, had, they had contact, but no commitment. Oh, I belong to St. Matthew's, but you, you struggle with being in the ministry. You don't tithe. What you do is sit back and criticize the pastor. And God has said, You've seen my works. Lord have mercy. And these people that have contact but no commitment, uh, we don't, we're not against them. We just understand them. When it, you know, when the goings get tough, the tough gets going. Isn't that right? In the name of Jesus. And, you know, we can start out with a big crowd, but everybody's not committed to this vision. Everybody's not committed to the Lordship of Christ. We're not committed. Because commitment is going to cost you something. You cannot have contact without commitment. You cannot have contact without commitment. Now, all of these great servants of society, they have contact and they have commitment. It's what you do when nobody's looking. That's called integrity. Do I have a witness? When everybody's looking at you and you got a mic in your hand, I'm not too impressed. It's what you're going to do when nobody is looking. Who are you going to help? How are you going to help them? And, 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 and so the crowd at the bottom of the mountain is just a carnal, complaining crowd. And some of you sitting out there are within their stone reach. Because if I'm commitment, they can't even reach me. If I'm committed, they can't even reach me. Well, well, what do you think about that? Uh, excuse me, the Lord gave it to the pastor and that's it. That's where we're going. They, they can't get to me. You know why they can get to you? Because you ain't committed. Can I get a witness? You sitting down on the bottom of the mountain entertaining all this mess when you should be committed to the vision. So we go back up on the mountain, and here's 
<laughs> had to deal with that nine at the bottom. Mm. He's Jesus. And Jesus was transfigured, metamorphosized before them, and his face did shine like the sun, verse 2, and his raiment was white as light, and behold, there appeared. Now, I'm, I'm only dealing with the appearance, amen, of those that were with him. Now, now, uh, Madden, I could have easily, theologically, given a uh, premise of divine disclosure. I could have easily talked about uh, when Jesus uh, let his Shekinah glow. But I want to keep things uh, very simple. I want to build this whole sermon around three words. A look, a learning, and a listening. When we're not blessed, we got the wrong look, we got the wrong learning, and we got the wrong listening. That's when we cannot be blessed of God. This appearance, revelation, his meeting with these spectacular Old Testament prophets, Moses and Elijah, and only Luke 9.31 tells us what the conversation was about. But he is huddled up with these great men of the past. And, and if you know anything about Moses, Moses' body was hidden by God. And when you get to the book of Jude in New Testament before Revelation, it says that Satan and Michael the archangel was fighting over his body. Yeah. Interesting. These same two witnesses during the tribulation period chapter 11 uh, of Revelation, they will confront the Antichrist, 666. The church will be gone. And when they confront the Antichrist, the Antichrist, who is very powerful, is going to kill them. And in three days, they're getting up with victory. These two witnesses are appearing with Jesus. Lord, have mercy. And... Uh, they're huddled together with Jesus. Now, let me stop, pause, and talk about appearance. Jesus appeared all through the Old Testament as the pre-incarnate Christ and as a theophany. Theophany means God presenting himself as a man. Are y'all are with me? Well, we'd, we'd see, well in, in, in Genesis 18, when... Uh, Abraham was sitting by the trees of Mamre and three men walked up, two angels, one was Jesus. And the two angels went into Sodom to, to, to destroy it. And the third one sat with Abraham and negotiated for Sodom. If I find this many in there, I'll spare the city. If I find this many righteous, I'll spare the city. That, that was a theophany, that was Jesus. But we also see Jesus in the book of Joshua. When Joshua, who was a bad boy, he was a warrior, had a sword drawn, and he's going off the battle, leading his armies towards Jericho, and all of a sudden, this man comes over the hill on a white horse, and Joshua said, are you for us or against us? Joshua was ready to kill him, and the man said, no, but I am the captain of the host. I, I am the captain of billions of angels. 
in glory. And the Bible says Joshua fell down and worshipped him. You got to worship before you go to warfare. Can I get a witness? You got to know who's winning the battle. You got to know, amen, who's on your side. Theophany. Theophany, when Nebuchadnezzar told the three Hebrew boys, I'm going to throw you into a fiery furnace seven times as hot. And who is that God that will save you? And the Hebrew boys said, Nebuchadnezzar, we honor you. We don't fear you. But be it known to you, we will not bow. Can I get a witness? And he said, throw him in. And they threw him in the fiery furnace. And it must have been a, a door and a fiery furnace. And Nebuchadnezzar said, wait a minute. Did not we throw three in? But behold, I see a fourth one. And it looks like the Son of God. Jesus snatched the heat out of the fire. Don't you know Jesus will snatch heat out of your fire? Don't, don't you know you can go in the furnace and come out victorious? Don't you know, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Appearance, theophany, theophany, theophany. Lord, have mercy. And, hmm, Lord, have mercy. And then, and, then, and then what you get after the theophany is this uh, uh, appeal. I want you to check this out, verse 5, real quick. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses and Elijah talking with him. Conversation was death, redemption. Then answered Peter and said, now, Jesus was huddling up with them because of redemption. They knew he came to die for the elect. They knew he came, Lord have mercy, to die that people may be saved. Are you with me? And, and the conversation was, amen, according to Luke 9, 31, that, that is, that is, the, the conversation was, you... You, you need, you need, you need, Lord, uh, be encouraged. Go on through with this thing. Can I get a witness? There's an application. We need some learning. Why? Because Jesus just didn't show up in Bethlehem of Ephrata. Isaiah, who prophesied 750 years before Jesus was born, and he talked in the past tense. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed can i get a witness this 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 application of the redemption of christ is there's only one way to be saved you can't get saved through every god and every faith jesus said i am the way the truth and the light then he said that no man come unto the Father but by me. Ouija boards and come on now. Witchcraft and yeah, you 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 gotta come through Jesus. He he holds the keys to death, hell, and the grave. He's got all power in his hand. He's the potentate of paradise. Can I get away? He's king of kings and he's Lord of Lords. And you you know what I'm talking about. He told the woman at the well, woman, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water. Do I have a witness? This, this 
application of his majesty. So they're up here and they're amen. Uh, and the Lord said, uh, Peter, 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 Peter. There's some big mouth people in the church. <laughs> they know everything. They always contradicting the pastor. Yeah, and they always want to give you an alternative way to go. Ah. And you need to understand that God is listening to these ten times. Yeah, that you've murmured. I, I want to I suggest, I want to suggest... Peter opened his mouth. Peter always opened his mouth, opinionated. Peter always got something to say. When he was on the sea of Galilee, 4 o'clock in the morning, he said, Lord, bid me to come. Jesus was walking on the water, and he stepped out and sank, took his eyes off Jesus. Can I get a witness? Peter, Peter no, no other disciple had anything to say but Peter. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and it's here that Peter said, oh, it's, it's good for us to be here. Lord, have mercy. Look at the appeal. Uh, let's build three booths, tabernacles. One for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for Jesus. What was it that Peter had? The disciples at the bottom of the, mount, at the mountain had contact with no commitment. Peter had celebration with no clarity. He doesn't even know what to say. There, there is a, there, there is a listening. There's a, there, there is a looking. There's a listening. There's a learning. So, so, so to make the story quick, and 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 God the Father pulls up, and God the Father tells Peter, "Be quiet. Be 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 quiet, and hear my son only." And when God the Father said that, Moses and Elijah disappeared. Can I get a witness? Whatever your vision is, something's got to disappear. Can I get before you can really see who he is? Can I get a witness? And, and, and the Bible says that they disappeared and God the Father said, Hear ye him only. Hear ye him only. Now, I made a lot of enemies over the years. You know why? Because I'm dogmatic about my doctrine. No, uh, no, we're not moving to the left or to the right. Can I get a witness? Across the street, I was preaching real hard, and I, I, I mentioned this faith, and I said, they're going to hell. And a lady came to me after service and said, you offended me. I said, why offended you? She said, you said they're going to hell. My husband is one of them. I said, well, your husband's going to hell. You, 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 you need to be born again. You, you need to be blood washed. We can't. Come on now. This ain't no, you know, in the name of Jesus. He, he says, Lord, have mercy. That, Lord Jesus, hear ye him only. And only Jesus was in appearance. Only Jesus was still around when everything else disappears. Only Jesus is going to be around. I served seven years in the military. I cannot tell you 
the fact that I'm on borrowed time. I should have been dead a long time ago. Can I get a witness? I should have been out of here, but the Lord was merciful. Can I get a witness? I, 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 I need to say this. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Uh, can I get a witness? It was Jesus that rescued me. It was Jesus that redeemed me. It was Jesus, amen, that restored me. Can I get a witness? And I'm going to run for him the rest of my life. Can I get a witness? I'm going to run for Jesus. I'm going to run for him. Because now I'm unto him who's able to keep you from falling. Can I get a witness? And, and because whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate them. We don't need to get up here and get funny. I used to fornicate, used to run the streets, used to, come on now, used to run hither, thither, and every whither. I haven't been sanctified all my life, haven't been married all my life. I, I've been messed up. Can I get a witness? But it's when you can identify with what you did wrong and where the Lord bought you from that you can reach out and help somebody else. Can I get a witness? It's when you can identify within you. You know what? I was crooked. I was messed up. Uh, thank you, Jesus. But Lord, you've been merciful to me. Can I get a witness? Therefore, let me show mercy to somebody else. Um, can I get a witness? That is uh, Jesus only. Not Buddha, not Hindu, not Mohammed. Jesus. Uh, they're getting funny on me now. Je Jesus, Jesus only. Je Je Jesus only. Je Jesus only. Je 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 Jesus only. There's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. And every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And do I have a witness? He is who he said he was. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He is who he said he was. Can I get a witness? He is. Amen. Uh, he's a branch out of David. Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, he's all God and all man. He's hypostatic union, 100% man and 100% God. He submitted himself to death. Can I get a witness? And Good Friday's coming up, uh, Lieutenant Governor. And you know what happened Good Friday on Palm Sunday today. He got on a coat, not a horse. He got on a coat and rode into Jerusalem and presented himself. And the Jewish leaders said he can't be no Messiah. Messiah ain't coming on a coat. Messiah's not humble. The Messiah's coming in with a war horse. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says that once he presented himself and they rejected him, he turned to the Gentiles. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you a rest. Or do I have a witness? And they led him from judgment hall to judgment hall. And they put him on a cross Good Friday from 9 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon. And he quoted the seven last words. Uh, can I get a witness? And, and they were walking around the cross mocking him. He delivered others, but he can't deliver himself. Uh, and he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders. Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, and the moon turned to blood and the sun went out and the earth started reeling and rocking. And the Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. Can I get a witness? 
But early, I said, early, Sunday morning, he got up. Did he get up? He got up with all power in his hands. He's Lord. He's liberator. He's legislator. Jesus told Peter, hush up. They're not to be equal with me. They're sinners. I'm Savior. They got a little glow. I got all the glow. Can I get a witness? I'm God. Do I have a witness? So we need to have a right look, a right learning, and a right listening. God is not going to tell you to do something against his will or his word. Can I get a witness? Jesus is sovereign. He's all powerful. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy of all praise. Hallelujah. A demon in Acts 19 told Paul, told, told the sons of Sceva, Paul we know, and Jesus we know, but who are you? You don't have credentials to perform miracles. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says demons jumped all over him. Can I get a witness? Now, if you want to see a demon, as I close, just keep looking around. Just, just keep, just, just, just keep. You'll see the horns. Just keep looking around. The Lord is good. The majesty on the mountain is Christ. If I'm struggling with drugs, God can super del deliver me. If I'm struggling with alcohol, God is able to deliver me. Do I have a witness? If I'm struggling with homosexuality and lesbianism, are oh, they really getting quiet? Now, God is able to heal me. Won't he heal you, saints? Won't he pick you up? Won't he? Won't he turn you around? Won't he plant your feet on solid ground? Won't he put a new song in your mouth? Even praise. And his name shall be called Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Let's stay on our feet. The majesty. The majesty of Jesus. A struggle with pornography. The Lord healed me. I struggled with a whole lot of things that was with me all my life. But there was a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. And if you just call on him, he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. Is there a hidden valley eyes closed? If you're here and you want to be saved, to the bus ministry first. You want to be saved. You want to give to Jesus your life, believing and receiving. He
you die for your sins and buried and rose again, Son of God, God the Son. Just raise your hand if you want to receive Christ. Is there one? Come on up. Come on, come on. Come on. This is why we bring you here. Come on. Praise him. Praise him. Come on. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Freehold, New Jersey. Okay, is there another? Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on, baby. Hope you're saved. Let's see him. Come on. Are you saved, baby? Want to give your life to Christ? You have? You saved, baby? Want to give your life to Christ? Give your life to Christ. Praise Jesus. Is there another? You want to give your life to Christ or you want to join our church and Christian experience? Love to have you. Love to have you. Is there another? Praise God. Ministers, take them in the back. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Lord bless you. Lord bless you. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Dignitaries will be let go first. We do have a male across the street in our banquet hall, and I'm going to ask our security to step forth. Amen. And uh, thank you again for your presence. Thank you again for this great, great, great coming together. All the dignitaries. Let's get the dignitaries a hand clap. Our Lieutenant Governor, thank you, thank you, thank you, praise his name. I'm going to ask that all of the dignitaries will remain seated along with the bus people and then we're going to adjourn the congregation. If you're part of discipleship, go into the gym, you can eat, If it, or uh, amen. If you are on staff, I want to thank our staff, elders and uh, visitors we're going into the banquet hall to eat and uh anyone that needs a tour will have a tour but thank you so much listen to me you need a right look you need to look at jesus stop looking at your problems stop looking at your pitfalls you need to look at jesus you need a learning that he will he will come to your rescue. And you need to listen. God speaks clearly to us. It's not a bunch of confusion. There's something about those three words that we keep struggling with. I thought I looked right, learned right, but I'm not listening. And God will give you peace that passes all understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for these thy people. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the souls. Thank you for our church. Help us to be duty-bound, to reach those that are struggling, to reach community. Lord God, to reach people that are hurting, that are broken, that are ready to throw the towel in. Help us to come alongside of them and offer them help and tell them you need a new look. 
a new learning and a new listening. And the Lord will bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask you, you may, you may, you are dismissed. We love you. Thank you for your offering. God bless you. Go on the buses. Just don't stay there. Go on the buses. Look at the buses. We love you. Amen.